Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Hello everybody, it's your old pal Wilson, I hope you're well, I hope you're good, um, as I record this the uh, the weather is heating up, we're all getting a bit sweaty in the studio, um, oh man I might be a bit aggy on this one, no I don't think I am, I think my attitude was alright, um, nothing to do with our guest, um, it all to do with me just having to deal with the bank and the, and the phone people before recording you know it never it's never easy is it yeah i just want to i just want you to do the thing i asked you to do and then you didn't do it and now you piss me off anyway so anyway it's that's where i'm at at the minute just dealing with oh it's just does your head in doesn't it but you want it yeah it'll, it'll be fine by the time you hear this it's all been sorted out and i no longer have a phone i've probably shoved it up the bank manager's ass <laughs> get rid of two birds with one stone that's what you want to do there um this week I was joined by the brilliant uh, playwright uh, Sam McGregor. Now, um, so Sam was a fr- he's a friend of uh, Richard Hardesty, who's been on a couple of times. And Sam got in touch. He said, "Look, I've written this uh, play. I'm taking to Edinburgh, and I want to come on and have a chat about it, and you know what I've been going through." So I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, come on." Because um, Sam's um, has alopecia and. The wonderful Zoe Lyons has been on, and we've spoken to Zoe about it. And I was, there was still a few questions I wanted to ask. I was like, "Yeah, get let's have Sam on and to talk about it." So we did, and it was a great chat with a great man. Um, you have to excuse the quality of this one because Sam was doing it. He was having it on his, he was recording on his phone. He hasn't got any, um, didn't any other, didn't have any other equipment right now. But um, so uh, please forgive the the sound quality, uh, sound at Sam's end. It's still a great chat. Um, so, yeah, we'll get on with it now. Um, so coming up in a minute, it's Sam McGregor. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Insane in the membrane. I feel like um, a reporter on the TV when they have that delay before they speak. <laughs> yeah. That's like little pause and then they're like, Yes, yes. That's it, when they're just staring. Yeah, they stare for a little bit. And you're like, and I always thought when I was a kid, I was just like, why are they taking so long to answer the question? But Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't realise what's happening. Uh... <laughs> no. It does make me laugh. Behind, behind the scene. This is it. This is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh... <laughs> um, so you've written a play, is that right? And you're taking that to Edinburgh? I have. Yes. Yeah, so I've um, been writing a play for like a couple of years, I guess. Um, and was trying to get out of there a couple of places, but just money basically didn't really have it. And um, yeah, managed to get a slot at the fringe. And then I actually was very fortunate to get some back pay from my weekend job with oh, the yeah. NHS at the weekend. Right. Um, but, so then I thought, actually, okay, that I could probably afford to do it, and I'll fundraise the rest. And uh, yeah, so I got the play on going. Full beans to the fringe, giving it, giving it a go. Nice one. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, nice. Have you been up there before? We've been to the fringe before. Well, I went last year. Yeah. Um, just to kind of fly it for people, um, and I had a little like one minute part in a play, uh, like three lines, right. uh, which was fun, um, and met loads of cool people. Um, obviously, like Rich Hardesty, who'd been on here. Yeah. Um, was always seeing him like flying, flying and flying, and I was just like. Even with the own show, like, it's just still smashing up the flyer, which really worked, like, in dividends for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just thought, well, wouldn't it be great if I could do my own show? Because if mm. I can, like, chat absolute, you know, the back legs of a donkey for someone else's show, yeah, what yeah, can yeah. I do for my own show? So, <laughs> I um, And it's about, is it about, is it like a, yeah. a light, it's, it's about you and your alopecia? Yeah, so it's, it is a comedy. Right, um, right, right. And it's, that's, that's what it's about. Um, so that, that, as I was saying before, um, and when I moved to London, I had like full head of hair, eyebrows, eye, you know, eyelashes, a bit, bit mm. of a beard, not as good as yours, but like, <laughs> you know, something, something was there. Mm. And then, um, yeah, like over like two weeks, it came out, it just like fell out really quick. And then um, kind of sat on it for a while because lockdown happened and there wasn't really anything happening. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then eventually just started sat at computer desk and I was like, oh, like, this would be a cool little, like, monologue, or, like, this is a cool little story. Mm. And, uh, yeah, then just kind of, like, developed it and developed it until I got, like, an hour-long play. Oh, wow. And it's all about, uh, like, my experiences with hair loss. Um, it's bits about my mom. My mom's had alopecia for, like, probably going on 15-plus years. Okay. Um, so there's a little, like, one of the other characters is kind of, like... Um, little stories based on other like characters hair uh, other real life people's hair losses experiences with alopecia like mainly like female perspectives of um of developing alopecia 
and that's like kind of like centered around one character with all them little like different real life snippets. No, we had um, uh, Zoe Lyons on. Uh, we've had her on a couple of times, and uh, she was talking about her her uh, dealings with alopecia, and I mean, it's still, I'm still sort of in the dark as to what I know what it is, but like, what causes it? Is it stress or is it hereditary? Is it what is it? Do you know? I have, I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I think on my end of things, it's probably hereditary because mm. my mom has it, and then someone else in the family like has it, like her cousin has it. Um, it's definitely something there, like gene-wise. Yeah. And then, because for me, like I was actually having like a, a great time. Like, I moved to London. I got a job. I got a job at like a like an old Irish pub, like like an old man's pub. I followed, um, and like Suggs from Madness used to come in. People like, oh, oh yeah, Madness. And I serve him a pint of Guinness. And then, and I thought cool. I was like, I had never really been in London properly before, kind of like loosely, but. And then, um, so like that was like that first instance of that. And then um, I was having like, a great time, wasn't stressed at all. And then randomly, like the hair just started like coming out in clumps. Yeah, right. Um, which was a bit of a unusual time. And I actually spoke to Zoe because she, I work at the Pleasance Theatre. Oh yeah. And uh, she was um, a shit one. I don't know if it, it wasn't the work in progress. It was like. Actual uh, full show, it was great, and uh, she talked like loads of different things, like running a marathon, like an ultra marathon. Um, and I wanted to speak to her afterwards actually because I thought I used to watch her in Mockley Weekender, and I thought like, oh, like she might want to like, have a chat about like, you know, and then she was, she was really nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know why I thought like some people might be having a chat afterwards the show, but now like really nice, love the chat. That's why it was easier to talk about it with her, but you know, because she, she kind of just, you know, one day she woke up and it just started to just fall out. How did you feel when that started to happen? Did you did you panic? Did you see a doctor or? So I, earlier in the year, because like there were tiny little like bits happening first, like you know, a little bald patch here and a bald patch there, mm. and then my eyebrows. People were like, "Oh, do you, have you shaved your eyebrows off?" And I hadn't even noticed actually. I had oh. always had fair eyebrows. Um, didn't bother. It did, didn't bother me. Like people saying that they thought I'd shave my eyebrows off. But I saw. I went to the doctor anyway, and uh, the doctor was like, "Well, you know, your mom's got it, so could be could be genetic." And uh, why do we eat more meat? And mm. I was like, "Well, I'm actually a vegetarian, funny enough." And he was like, "Right, okay, well, eat, you need to eat more spinach, basically." And I was just like, "Is that it? Like <laughs> more spinach? Like I could afford that." It sounds like something your mum uh, would say when you when you were was on growing. The well, yeah, and he was on the computer, and like, you know, like you're at that angle behind the desk at the doctor's where you can't really see what's on the computer screen. Yeah. And like, you're telling them what you're just like on the keyboard and just like mum muttering under their breath, like back what you just said. Um, which all makes for kind of funny content, which is in the play, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which would be easier to write because I didn't have to like, I didn't have to think about what would be funny. It's just what, what what happened was funny. <laughs> just writing down what had gone on, yeah. So, yeah, pr- pretty much, yeah. So early on, the diagnosis and that, like, um, no shade onto the onto the doctor, but they didn't know anything about it. To be honest, is this it now? Do you, will it grow back? Because I know Zoe's now 
showing like hers is coming back so is that something that will happen with you do you know maybe a friend actually said she could see some like tiny hairs at the top of my head yeah and i was just like okay like fair enough if it grows back it grows back but i'm kind of like big selling point i was having a picture you know making a play that i'm taking <laughs> if my hair suddenly started growing back i think i'd be a bit like be a different ending oh, okay then <laughs> make up your minds yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've got to write a different play. <laughs> That'll be for a new live ending. You now got her. Yeah. I was, I wasn't like. I think it's because I was more. I, I was quick to accept what had happened. Um, and funny enough, like when I got my head, I like shave it off. Went to the barber, and he'd done whatever he could to basically like make it look okay. And then he was like, oh, "You've got a really nice shaped skull, and you look really good." And he's really nice. And most people afterwards, so I saw like, well, like, oh, I actually look good with a shaved head. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is, these are, this is really nice to hear. Because um, I was, you know, quite upset. And I think what the process when it was falling out was horrible. Like waking up with like hair on your pillow. Mm, or like yeah. every time you have a shower. And it's just coming out. And you can't do anything about it. And you actually see how pale your scalp is. And it just. Yeah. Yeah going out of the house and people kind of look at you so you got to wear a beanie all the time i mean i wear a beanie all the time now anyway but that's just because it's cold outside sometimes <laughs> but did but that's it did it make you did it sort of knock your, your self-confidence yeah well because when i moved to london no one really knew who i was mm. um that i had a job a new job a new kind of like circle of people yeah um so none of them knew who i was I had hair so it didn't really matter to be honest no it was kind of when i went back to newcastle it was that christmas i went back to Newcastle and that's when I was getting a bit sheepish and I was thinking oh this is people going to see me with no hair for the first time and you know friends make fun and you know like that's fine like they they don't care either way mm. um, I think it was like going on a night out wearing a beanie and I think I took the beanie off and there was people there who I used to know from like the bar I used to work at before I moved to London and they were kind of looking at me but like with more of a look of concern yeah um not like, haha, look at that, he's bald now. Mm. I don't think they cared about that. I think it's because it's like, no eyebrows, no hair. Yeah. I don't know, they, 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 weren't, they didn't smile at me and be like, oh, hi, Sam, you're right, I haven't seen it in a while. It was just kind of like, oh. So then I could feel like, and they might have, mightn't have cared. Um, they mightn't even be looking at me for all I know, but I, it felt like there was eyes on me. Yeah, and yeah, I, like, yeah. I put my, put my beanie back on and I was like, oh, I kind of want to go home now. I felt a bit, like, bummed out, to be honest. Yeah. It, mu it must have been, yeah, because they must have, they could see that something, like, you haven't shaved it off or, like, they could see something, yeah. something's happened. And I guess, and some mm -hmm. people just find, yeah. they don't really know how to, it's a difficult thing. When you can see that something's happened to someone, it's difficult to know what to do. You're kind of like, do I mention it? Do I make, wait for them to mention it? Do I just act like, I haven't yeah. noticed. It's a really yeah. weird thing because there's people I've seen from years ago and they haven't been well and you go, wow, you look so different and you don't know whether to say anything or not and you have to sort of wait for them to bring it up. I think that's like that's kind of like a, a mm. fair way to go about it. Like you don't want to just come out and say like, oh, you look like a, you look awful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, some people kind of because I, I remember before it fell out, I guess when like the eyebrows were going a bit mm. patchy, kind of start getting a bit of a patchy beard, but I wasn't really focused on it too much. And at the bar I used to work at, I would save like 
you know, because Newcastle is quite a small place, the city centre especially. Yeah. Uh, someone's friend of it, family friend's daughter, said that I looked really unwell, and then mm. then someone told me that back to me, saying, "Oh, they saw you and they said they they looked really unwell," and I was like, "Oh, well, I feel great." So he just basically tell me that I look like look like shit, basically, which is fine. <laughs> Yeah, as you said, yeah, I know what you mean. Go on, sorry. And then actually, so like, and this is no, no word of a lie, again, all content that made into the play, obviously. I was at a double date last, early last year, or maybe like a bit before that. And we're at this bar um, in Camden, me and my mate Niall. And then um, just this random drunken guy just comes over out of nowhere. And obviously, I had like my bald head out, as mm. I do. And he just stumbled over and he's just like, Starting being inquisitive, but like in the worst way ever, about like, am I dying? Am I going through chemo? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was just like, what? Yeah. Even if I was, like, even if I genuinely was, what a way to go up at someone and ask them that question. He, I know he's yeah. drunk. <laughs> he probably woke up next day at the proper beer field and was like, oh my fucking God. I hope, I hope he did. I hope he did. Yeah, and he's uh, gone, oh, I asked that fella. If he had cancer, yeah. oh shit! Because yeah, literally, I had to explain to him what alopecia was. Mm. He'd never heard of it, um, which a lot of people haven't, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but the you know the goal to uh, just come up to someone and uh, ask if they're dying. I thought it's also like the word dying as well. I was just like, I must I must look like shit to be honest. And if I look like I'm dying, then Christ. <laughs> he's obviously gone through it in his head where he's gone right no hair that's chemo he's dying yeah I'm going to ask yeah. him and you're like that yeah I mean he didn't I imagine yeah. I imagine he meant well he wasn't I think he was just curious and pissed yeah. and yeah the next day he's gone yeah. fuck because I know I've I've put my foot in it a few times not not like oh, that yeah. but I mean, yeah you know yeah I mean I, I feel like we're obviously like you know saying silly things when you're drunk is you know kind of part of the part yeah. of it but I would I, you know I feel like I've got some common sense about me to not I would never ask someone about their appearance especially in that such a manner such a manner like that yeah but then I suppose yeah. maybe we're a bit further along in that obviously in that thinking yeah. that thinking you know whereas he might be just this might be his first sort of realisation of oh I need to kind of change how I talk to people because yeah. that you know, oh, I, you yeah, know, because I, you know, I don't want to do that again. So and so, this might be the start of his journey into that sort of that, that communication mode, which we've all gone on. That's maybe maybe the interaction with me was like, like you know, that's a turnaround in his life where he's going to be like, you know, what it is like I'm not going to get really drunk and like yeah. just be a total dick to people that, in person. So he's he's changed himself now. Let's 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 think. <laughs> I bet he hasn't. I bet he's a right fucker. I mean, he's just a tosser. <laughs> Didn't even think about it. The next day, he just went fucking hell. Last night was brutal. Yeah, uh, yeah he's just like, oh, I didn't that night. You should. I was I was chatting this guy. Oh, honestly, you should have seen me. I was on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be that. It'd be that. And he'd go, oh yeah, the bloke loved me. Yeah. He was great. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. bald fella. <laughs> Yeah, bald fella. I didn't, didn't mind at all that. I thought he was dying, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And I probably thinks he's funny. I went up to him. I said, "Is he dying?" Oh, I was well funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so your mum. So your mum had has alopecia. Yeah. So she's got alopecia. Yeah. Um, and that was obviously like how I was um, very well um, versed in, I guess, the symptoms. Yeah. And then obviously when it when it all came out, I was just like, "Well, 
this is obviously that. Um, so, and obviously she was, you know, as mums are supportive in general. Yeah. Um, she was like very, very tuned into the, the fact that I was living in a different city. I just moved to a different city. Mm. Um, and my hair falling out. So she was, you know, overly like, look, like, please talk to me. You know, please, like, if you if you are upset, like, yeah. and you know, just, you know, all that stuff could ask for. Really, you know, it was it was very good, and I and I was fine. Like, I didn't feel like as if I uh, needed to. You know, I didn't need that much of a show that crying to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but you know, thank that she she does offer that anyway. Um, because obviously her experience has been totally different to mine. Yeah. Um, and 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 then I mean. I, I, I know I know plenty of men who have alopecia who aren't having a great time. No. So I don't want to like generalize and say, oh, well, it's easier for this type of person and it's easier for that type of person. Um, but you know, just from living with my parents for only up until like you know like five years ago, I guess I had seen how bad it was for her. So mm. I know firsthand like what it is like for a woman to lose her hair. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That must. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's one of those. With many, you, a lot of the times you sort of expect it, you know, like you see, you know, men mm. men lose their hair. But when I was growing up, they no one really talks about the fact that women lose their hair too. Like my wife has got yeah. very thin hair, and it's starting. She said the other day she's going like bits are falling out, and and her mum's you know had the same thing, and so mm-hmm. and there, and people do still judge you on your hair, and it. I was always yeah. I and I've started to go. This is not why I got a hat on. I just haven't done my hair, but. There's a, yeah. I've got a little bit of a thinning patch at the back, and it's going, and it's going, mm-hmm. it's receding at the front, and and it, you do start to go, oh shit, yeah, this is different now. I'm gonna have to start having, rather than a haircut that I want, yeah. I'm gonna have to have a haircut that I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that was another huge like, th- th- again, that confidence, um, and this was before it even fell out, but this was like. Mm. The the sure signs that I had alopecia. Yeah. Um. So go to the head, go to the barber basically, um. And you know you'd be like, oh, you know you got bald patches on the back of your head, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, but like just cut around it and try and like do what you can. Yeah. And he's always really nice about it. Um. And I told him I was an actor and I was eventually moving to London, and he seemed dead interested. Yeah. And then I think I went back maybe like once or twice, um, before the last time where I never had a haircut again, and um, he wasn't there. And it was someone else. Oh. And you know, and like you go there and you have your usual barber and you're walking and they're not there. And you're kind of like, oh, I'm already in the door now. Like, mm. is it just walk out? Because you, you need the, you know, you want a reliable barber. Like it's yeah, someone not, that understands what's going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. And especially, so basically, I'm too polite. So I sat down, I got called in the chair. And then straight away, she's like, oh, Look at those ball patches! Like, did you know you had them? And I'm like, <laughs> no shit! Like, <laughs> you got and then, yeah, and then, have, and then and then go through the whole thing of, oh, is it stress related? Oh, like, yeah, it only means well, obviously they're not, you know, they're not trying to take the piss or anything, but it is just a little bit annoying of having to explain it again to someone, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know what's going on with it, and then this person's like, e. I've heard it's stress related and hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. I just want to get my hair cut. Like, <laughs> come, come on. Yeah. But I think that's what, um, like you say, it's one of, it's from a place of caring rather than um, yeah. morbid, just morbidity. They're kind of like, oh shit. 
well yeah and they're trying to help but and you know it's like this it's like this podcast and every now and again i'll ask a question and when it comes out i'm like oh well that just sounds fucking clunky but it's it's you know <laughs> that's how you know that's how i do it it's like that's how you know that's how you learn you know and so yeah and it is it's like with alopecia no, yeah i don't really know much about it so i've only ever spoken to I've spoken to you now. I've spoken to Zoe Lyons and Gail Porter, famously, mm, who has yeah, alopecia. Yeah. And you know, it's it's yeah. If you like, like, let's say everyone assumes it is stress related, and like you say, you were fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were fine. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, I mean, there's obviously a multitude of different things that it could have been. Um, but then I guess it's like kind of like I don't get this is where there must be some sort of like genetic defect in it because I guess everyone is stressed mm. like yes. you know what I mean like any time any time of the day like something's gonna piss you off um, and especially now like I mean well not just now but like like money um, just stuff just stuff in general like I can't think of something that wouldn't piss me off or like I'm not always stressed but like I would say like eighty percent of the day like there's always something. That, a feeling where I'm like, oh, fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> and, uh, and, if, and if I can't just be the only person like that. So, and then, you know, you see people with a full head of hair and I'm like, oh, well, what's what's your secret then? How are you keeping your hair? Um, yeah. Because stress on that level, when it affects, when it affects, yeah, affects you on a, on a, you know, really, really deep inside. That's something that sometimes you don't even know. I mean, I get a bit like that. I get a bit, I, I don't even realise it. It's not until I go and talk to someone or say something, and they're like, "Yeah, you're fucking, yeah, you're you're running at high, you're you're running high, man. You need yeah. to fucking bring it down a bit." You know, that's. I think, I think it's also like to be a, to be like a guy. Um, you know, you can be bald. Like, cause going bald are like, you know, I think after thirty, it was the acceptable age. Yeah. Some people would disagree. I always thought, look, if I get a thirty, because I always kind of had a receding hairline anyway. And I knew I would shave it off anyway, mm. but I wanted to wait till at least I was thirty. Um, so you know, to be a man and bald, well, that's okay because you can have a beard, yeah. or you might have a hairy chest, or you know, you might have a nice pair of eyebrows. But to be totally bald, like literally, like nothing. That's some would be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, head to toe. And then on the other side of yeah, head to toe, yeah. And then on the other side um, of like you know of a woman. Um, to you know, like they can have some hair, like so they want a head of hair, mm. eyebrows, but 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 you know, in terms of like the patriarchal, you know, idea, no hair anywhere else. Yeah. But then you know, with alopecia, you don't get a pick or choose where you get it, so it's like, you know, no hair, and now suddenly like that's like the that that's against the norm of what it is to kind of be a woman. Like I feel like hair uh, to be like you know like femininity and hair like kind of going hand in hand in some aspect yeah um, which is obviously why you know again not, not generalizing but for pretty much every woman who i know who's had alopecia who, who has it obviously has been burdened with that like you know essentially like depression and and and, and symptoms related to that because of you know how hard it can be yeah to not have that, to not have that hair anymore. Kind of like bereavement, it's like a bereavement process, I guess. 
yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. It's uh, yeah. There is a, a yeah. There is a lot more pressure with on women with hair and how they look. And even now, like a lot of women now are turning their back on shaving. Like they they they've got they've got body hair. And yeah, you yeah. know, because they feel like, well, why should I shave? Why should I shave if I don't want to? I don't want to. Um, and that's yeah, completely absolutely. fair enough. But to have that choice completely taken away from you by you know this nature has just gone. No, you're not going to have any at all. That must be yeah. really hard to get your head around. And like for you, like, do I'm you just... feel comfortable being naked in front of people now, or is, did it take you a while, or you're still not uh... quite there yet? I, I mean, I don't think I was ever that bothered about it anyway. Mm. Being like naked or like top off or anything like that. And I was never particularly that hairy anyway. No. Um, I always said, not like I famously always said, but like <laughs> I was like the idea of a hairy chest because I had a couple of pals who were pretty hairy. And I was like, oh, like they've got like a full on like rug of a hair, like rug of a chest. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, but that, I mean, I'm sure it would be a bit of a pain in the ass to maintain, but I always thought it looked pretty cool. It's kind of like Austin Powers had like a, Hairy chest, pretty yeah. sure it was a dick and balls actually, but yeah. not to that extent. But um, so, like when I when it when it was going pretty much everywhere else, it wasn't like a huge a huge loss to be honest. Like no. arm hair, leg hair, like 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 pu- I guess pubic hair was one of those things where it was like if if you're talking about like on a on a romantic or a dating aspect, yeah. Um, it, well, I don't think it ever like shocked anyone or weirded anyone out, but it was definitely like of interest. They were like, "Oh, that's weird. Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> yeah, because some people will be like, "Oh, like, I usually go for hairy guys," or like most guys have pubic hair or have hair, and then I'm, I'm literally like like a surfboard, or like you know, smoother than the bonnet of the Porsche. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, but, but it was never a problem though. Like no one's ever been like, "Whoa, nah, that's a deal breaker." Get your clothes back on, mate. Mm. Um, but de- but definitely, yeah, it was it was kind of like a definitely interesting time. Like when it did fall out, yeah. Um, and I, I was kind of like, "Okay, this is me now. Like let's just let's just go with it. Let's see who, you know, let's see what people say." Well, it's funny because my because so I say this in my in my set now when I'm when I'm doing mm. doing the clubs that my wife has now taken to telling me where she's finding my pubic hair and because I'm just I just molt all the time yeah. I'm such a hairy yeah. fucking yeah, idiot yeah. but she tells <laughs> but she tells me in a way that it sounds like she's not she's, she's telling me uh, where she's finding it not in a way that it would suggest it hasn't fallen off my body I've some for some reason mislaid it and she's telling me where it is <laughs> Like I might need it. Like I've lost my keys or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I was in the lounge and I just heard her go, your pubes are in the bath. I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I left them. Thanks, babe. Ah, oh, I wonder where they were. I've been looking for them all morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is that. Again, it's just everywhere. I get it's, it's everywhere. It's something I know I'll never be blamed for. <laughs> I imagine uh, that. Oh my God, if you find them, they try yeah, to blame you. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like, who's that? I'd be like, actually, like, I can't. Have any, like, that couldn't be me, guys. Sorry. Yeah. I wish it was mine. Uh, I wish it was my yeah, hair. I wish, yeah. In this kebab, I wish it was my hair. <laughs> yeah. So you say you're a vegetarian as well, is that right? Yeah. 
um i think actually when i lost my when i lost my hair so it was like november 2019 mm. december 2019 i was like right let's just fucking go for it full out i was yeah. like give me all the red meats possible because the doctor earlier in the air was like well you know red meats bloody blah, blah, blah. and then i thought right what if i do smash the greens but also smash the red meats and just anything i could get hold of yeah and i was like buying like i'd never had liver before I was like, let's just fucking get loads of liver in, which <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's it's fine. Like, I, I, I don't miss liver. No. Like, if you, if you ask me, like, what do I miss? Like, stuff like, weirdly enough, chicken wings, pork ribs, fish. I kind of miss fish, but, like, yeah. I, I'm i not losing sleep over it. Um, But, uh, yeah, like, I just thought, like, okay, let's just, let's just get straight on the meats again. Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, didn't do anything. Literally done nothing. Um, and then on New Year's Eve, I got the worst food poison for like a week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I think I had like a couple of different like meats that mm. night. <laughs> I was obviously really on the meats. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Then I just thought, nah, I thought this, like, I just went back to eating vegetables again. And then I was fine. Mm. Um, and then the only time I'll actually eat meat is accidentally when like, um, I'm drunk. I, I think I was on a stag do, and I accidentally ordered spag ball at a takeaway. This takeaway uh, in Gdansk in Poland had spag ball, and I just totally oh, wow. forgot what it was, and that had mince in it. And I ordered it, and then uh, my mates were like, you know, that's got meat in it. And I was like, it does, you're right. Does anyone want this spag ball? Take it away from me. Because <laughs> uh, my, uh, my wife's a veggie. Well, we're both veggie to a point. Yeah. I'll, I'll have meat I'll have meat when when I fancy it, but more often than not, just I just started to feel. I still I just feel better when I've not eaten you know, stacks of meat. It just feels yeah. it just feels better. Uh, so my wife's always been veggie, um, but it's funny every now and again. Like if I'm driving back from a gig, like the other day, I bought a Scotch egg and I had one oh, bite, and yeah. I went, "That's fucking horrible." And where we've got, oh, really? and where do we got the electric windows in my wife's car? I went to, I was on my own, and I went to put the windows down, but I, I was, it was dark, and I've put the windows down, but I pressed the wrong button, so I've pressed the button in the back, and then I've got to bung the <laughs> Scotch egg out of the window because the bushes were there as I was driving along, and it just went bang against the window inside, fucking <laughs> Scotch egg everywhere all over the car, and I'm oh. like, oh, for fuck's sake! And then, oh, so then. And then I got home and I'd, I'd scooped up most of it as much as I could see. And then the next day I was driving my wife to work and she went, what's this? What is this? And I'm like, oh, fucking, yeah, oh, I'm busted. Yeah. I, mean, oh, look, yeah. I, I had a scotch egg. And she went, oh, that's fine. She goes, you don't have to hide it. I went, no, nah, but I felt bad. And then I tried to get rid of it because yeah. it was horrible. And she went, oh, is that what the big circle is on the window on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, I think scotch eggs are like, the, the good thing about eating meat is like um, quick snacks on the go, yeah. And you know, like protein and all that, like sausage. I mean, do vegan sausage rolls and all that, but like just like um, processed meats are just like such an easy snack to get, and they're yeah. pretty cheap as well. Like Scotch eggs are like they're not great for you, but they're mm. not like well, I mean, they're probably not great for you. Full stop. Well, it, yeah, but, like, I think the cal- it's was, not, yeah, not too many calories, but more than than, than yeah, is necessary. The, like, the cholesterol, and, yeah. Um, I think it's like Scotch eggs are one of those things that like chefs in like weekly segments of like newspaper articles try to make like homemade Scotch eggs and they always look really nice but they look like a bit of a faff on the make yeah. and I'm like could just go down to the local like garage on the motorway 
and buy like a really dirty scotch egg like Alan Partridge does buys like a scotch egg <laughs> and his breath smells like gasoline and like yeah like that's what I always associate scotch eggs with petrol stations <laughs> petrol yeah like petrol stations like there's just certain things that I would only ever buy at a petrol station well at least um, what I, I've noted because I travel a lot because I drive around a lot for comedy <laughs> so you end up finding you know where the, you know what so a good garage has got an M&S attached to it Oh yeah. So oh, then, right. yeah, yeah. when he's got that, then you know you're going to get a half decent Scotch egg. But <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but it, I know what you mean because I am trying to watch. I'm because I'm, I'm at the gym now. And I'm trying to watch. Not for. I just want to. I just. I don't want my. I just realised my legs were really hurting because I was putting on too much weight. Mm. And I'm like, right. I need to right sort this out. I don't. You know, I'm, get, I'm not getting any younger. I need to sort myself out. So yeah, proteins and things like that are harder to get hold of if you're vegetarian, I found. Like, you get the protein yeah. shakes and things like yeah. that, but if you're on the go... Yeah, on yeah. the go. Unless yeah. you want to, like... I mean, again, I'm not a nutritionist or any any anything like that at all. Um, and I don't know how much protein I need. I might not be getting enough. I don't know. Mm. Um, kind of gets a bit boring when you have to go in with too much, though. Because I know some people are like... Especially if they're gymming or exercising... And they're like, right, I need to have this much calories and I need to have this much protein per day. And I'm just like, I can't be arsed. Like, nah. I'll have something to eat after the gym, or not the gym, like if, I, if I'm, you know, go for a run or something. I'm like, I know I need to get something back in my body. That's important. But I don't want to have to, like, put it down to the gram per how much yeah, I weigh yeah, per yeah. kilogram. Yeah, you know I mean, like, it just, it's just boring as fuck. And I am just like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> like, and I tell you what, this is what's annoying as well. Like, ve- being a vegan or like the vegan options, mm. they're, they're really nice. Some of them are really nice. Like M and S's vegan options are like unreal. Yeah, but they're dead expensive. This is um, it. It's expensive like, to be healthy or healthier. Yeah, yeah. Like, healthier, yeah. Like vegetables are cheap as pretty much pretty cheap. Like you know, you could make like a veggie casserole or yeah. veggie stew, pennies, and it's great. Don't get me wrong, but you do get a bit like the vegan options of like um, whatever it is that they're made out of imitation fried chicken mm. or you know some sort of like vegan meat alternative and they are really nice but they cost a pretty penny yeah. and it is really annoying because you know I, I want that I want to pretend that I'm having like fried chicken <laughs> not actually and it's a total rip off yeah I want all the t- I want the texture and the flavour but I don't want the death that is associated it, 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 with it, it. it it's hard it's, nowadays like there's, there's a couple of places in London I mean uh, probably have them everywhere now a couple of places where like you can kind of get something quite similar to like that takeaway that like um fried chicken kind of like alternative yeah but like it? it's well i mean there's one called temple of satan yeah that's the one right? yeah in hackney uh, yeah yeah it's in hackney yeah um like it's great it's expensive but like but then it's because it's still deep fried you're like well, is this is this healthier? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at least I know nothing had died to make this, so yeah. I kind of there's not. Well, it's like the veggie sausages. You go, well, they taste like sausages because they're using the same um, the same seasonings as they would in a, Seems, so- yeah. in a sausage. So you yeah. kind of go, oh, that's why sausages taste like, taste like that because the seasoning. So I feel like the last yeah. time I got it, I got a Greg sausage roll, and I pre- I hundred percent asked for a vegan sausage roll, but then when I was eating it, I was like. This tastes like a regular sausage roll. Yeah. But then I just convinced myself that it was vegan and I just finished it. 
Oh, really? You think you got one by mistake? I think so, yeah, because, like, it's the the pattern on the, uh, the lattice um, of uh... pastry on, like, the, on the sausage rolls. They're, like, slightly different on the vegan ones. Um, uh, but I'd already ate, like, a good proportion of it, and I thought, well, what am I going to do? Like, put the rest in the bin, like... I'm just gonna let's just say it's vegan and I just ate it. That's fine. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's one of the yeah, my wife at the minute, she's she's craving uh char char grilled chicken and things like that. So yeah. even though she's been veg all of her life, now she's like, Oh, I just wanna And she has it she has it yeah, you know, now do. and again. Not all the time, but now and again she'll go, yeah. yeah. And then she'll go, Yeah and she has yeah, she loves all animals. She says, you know, like she there's a comedian called uh, Pierre Novelli, he's got this whole bit about Chickens, yeah, yeah. and he says, you know, but and it doesn't matter because they've got heads like lizards. <laughs> so, you know, they're not, they're not <laughs> yeah. cute and fluffy. <laughs> but, I think yeah. I don't know why. Like randomly, have like like quite like vivid dreams where I'm eating pork ribs or chicken wings. Oh really? This I'm like quite quite a lot recently, and I wake up and I'm like, maybe like I should just go and do it just to see what if I feel better. I'm not particularly feeling like there's anything missing in my life, but no. Why not? Maybe imagine that. That's the that's the thing that's been holding you back this whole time is the fact you haven't. Yeah. You, you want some chicken wings. <laughs> I str- <laughs> I struggle with all that. I like if I have meat, I'll have a breast or something like that. Or but I struggle with yeah. the thing that made it easier for me to go a bit more veggie was just all the sinews and all the bits that you know were like yeah. they were like that was part of the. That was the, the, you know, like the muscles and the bits and the bobs that were helping it yeah. run around, and and that makes me, yeah, yeah, yeah. makes me feel a bit. Ugh. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So with things like chicken wings, I'm like, ah, oh, there's too many, there's too many ligaments and too shit. Many bits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also they like, they look a bit, bit nasty as well. Like, yeah, they don't look like I don't look at that and go, that looks really tasty. Like a piece of fish, you know, like a, you know, like a real good fillet fish or like a rump steak or something mm. or like a you know, nice chicken breast like the way it's um, served um, you know it looks appetising you look at that and you're like yeah fuck, get me on that um, chicken yeah, also pork ribs don't look don't look great they taste great yeah but like about a rack of ribs it just feels a bit wrong I don't know why we could just it starts to then look like the shape of a body with, well, yeah, with like ribs it, and it, it makes it it makes <laughs> It makes it more real. You're like, ah, yeah. I remember, I don't know if I've said it on here before, but I was, years ago, I was working in Cyprus and we all went out for for lunch and we went to this, we were in this harbour, I think it was in Paphos, and we all sat round and I ordered the, I I thought everyone was getting cheeseburgers and I'm like, no, I'm going to order something a bit different. And I'm going to, I had the fish, Mm. the fish platter and it all came out and it was all deep fried, (laughs) one. But there was the (laughs) fish, the fish, the one of the fishes, was like just a whole fish with the head and the tail on it, like a Tom and Jerry fish, mm. and they just deep yeah, fr- they yeah. just deep fried that, and it was just this plate of death. And I was looking at it, going, "This is." And everyone, it was so horrible to look at that everyone else put their menus up around my dinner so they couldn't see it. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I didn't eat much of it. There was like a cube of, and it was supposed to be shark meat. I had that, and. I was just, and it tasted all right, but the it, okay, was, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was a lot, and I was like, this is just, yeah, that put me off for a while. 
And then someone I mean, I, I, someone served me octopus a little while ago, and that was horrible because I really like octopus. I think, um, I think if you deep fry anything, like there's there's room for it to be quite pleasant, like yeah. like any anything really. Yeah. Um, I think especially like seafood. I think seafood's supposed to be like the healthier. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the healthier option out of the meats. So the fact that you're just going to deep fry it just seems like a bit of a <laughs> bit of a shame, really. Yeah. I wish uh, I, the thing with I mean, the octopus. The thing with the octopus, though, because he still had the he still had all the suckers on the thing, and you just and I'm eating it and I'm like, this is I I it, I couldn't finish it. It made me feel ill. Yeah, I mean, squids and octopuses are like scary fuckers. I reckon aliens, I man. Don't think aliens. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they should be fucked with. Really, oh. like, um, like they would. I mean, if they were big enough, I reckon they would really mess you up. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that people want to eat it, like, is is beyond me. Um, yeah, but hey, like you yeah. said, deep fry it and <laughs> me See, now spoken like a true uh, true Geordie. Deep fry it, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like deep fry the whole the whole deep fry crap was all like Scottish, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I remember like years ago, people were like, oh, did you know in Scotland that like, you can get a deep fried Mars bar? And I'm like. That sounds both disgusting, but I'd, I'd definitely give it a go. Oh yeah, you have. Yeah. Right. Have you not tried it? Like, feel like I've got that idea this year, um, but uh, now nah, I feel like in terms of like culinary uh, things, like I feel like I mean the whole deep fried thing, I always thought was kind of like Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in like in Middlesbrough, you've got the Parmo. Oh mate, I love a Parmo. Yeah, yeah I, 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 had, like, I had the back in the day, like. But I only used to have them at like three in the morning after a night out. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. You know, I remember. I, no, I had one after a gig because I was in Middlesbrough. So I'm like, I've got, to, I've got to have one. Okay, try fair. one. And I went, yeah. and, went and found one. And then the woman said, "Do you want one or two? And I went, oh, "I'll only have one." And I'm so glad because one filled a pizza box and all chips yeah, and all that. And you're like, who has fucking two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe I mean, maybe she sort of sized me. She went, "Ah, oh, he's gonna have one for each hand." This yeah, fat piece of shit. Yeah, two, two for you, lad. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that that idea behind it isn't like inconceivable. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a reason why they're so popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't don't miss them. Like, I don't think like, oh, get me a pommel. Yeah, I can't wait to. Well, it, 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 I, I think I've, I've had. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I had my fill of them back in the day, so like, I was... <laughs> You're done I'm now. Used up all your vouchers. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? The deep, yeah. yeah, Scotland is sort of renowned for, well, the stereotype of that, yeah, everyone, they deep fry everything up there, but I think that's the same of every city centre up and down the UK. It's, there's, like I was in Leeds the other day, and the queues for all the fast food places late at night were just round the corner. You know, they were all, yeah. all packed, all, all the same, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, it's just that late night culture, isn't it? You get fucked, and then you go and have a, you go and have a, okay, go and have a kebab or a burger yeah. or something. Yeah, and then so, is that? I was just saying, there's always something kicking off in a kebab shop as well. So like, yeah, you know, guaranteed to get both, uh, you know, a nice unhealthy late night snack and see some drama on the other side of the kebab shop happening at the same time. There's always there. drama. Eat. Eating your chips and you have a little kebab and then like, there's scrap happening in the corner or s- s- something's happening. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. What I find is that because because the people that work there are so used to aggro that when you walk in and you're sober, they treat you like you're. They just assume you're pissed. Yeah. And you and you. Yeah. I've had it, had it the other week. I was in I was in um, I was in Manchester. And I went in and ordered my food, and the bloke was so aggy. I went, "Oi!" I said, "I'm." <laughs> Can you not just throw it yeah. at me? He like bang like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, oh, and I, what are you doing? I'll throw it at me. He, and he went, "Sorry, sorry." I went, "No, no." I said, "Fucking, <laughs> you nearly yeah. went all down me, mate." And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just used to being people uh, being cunts. <laughs> they are. I mean, it's the same with like McDonald's or like even like at times weather spoons. Like, because if you go to like this, like spoons, like the staff have all got like. Um, They've got like stab vests on it. That's like mm. ridiculous. But they've got like cute, they've got like the video cameras on them, and they're all like it's like pretty much they're always just getting so much shit from like because it's so cheap and you know like the alcohol's cheap. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are drinking there, and like at McDonald's especially like they got them to put in security there. Greg's in Newcastle. Yeah, um, Greg's in Nottingham. We've got a doorman. Two, yeah, because so they get doorman now. Yeah, and I'm just like. I mean, I, I expected it from McDonald's. I I got chinned at McDonald's years ago. Oh, really? So, like, you know, I, yeah, I know what it's like. Um, but Greg's, I always thought, like, come on, like, you get your sausage roll, you get your pasty, you leave. Like, yeah. why is there any bother? But, you know, if you put drunken Geordies together next to, uh, you know, some hot paste, hot, <laughs> hot pasties, then <laughs> some, something's... <laughs> Something's gonna kick off. It's all gonna go off. I got into a fight in a kebab shop once just because the bloke didn't like my jacket. I just had this like oh. I had this like blazer thing on, and he just took took an instant disliking. <laughs> anyway, he goes, he goes fucking jacket. I went fuck off, and he looked like um, Brian from Westlife. <laughs> so I was cool. So I went, oh fuck off, Brian from Westlife, you cunt. And then and, and then I, and then I turn around and I'm with. I was with all my mates and they were sort of behind me and I was with this girl and we, her and I were like, what do you want? And we were looking at the thing and then we could hear this commotion I turned around and the whole kebab shop was just fighting because my mate, the guy had said something to my mates Oh right. and they just gone right and they just, like, they just started levering each other <laughs> just going off and I'm sitting there going, oh shit and there's onions flying and then I'm trying to, yeah. trying to grab my mate and then prize Brian from Westlife off while he's yeah. like trying to pull my mate up as Brian from Westlife trying to pull him down onto the floor <laughs> and it's I'm just like yeah. just for anyone listening not actual Brian from Westlife alright it was just the dude looked yeah, like him yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but it all goes but then I had to go back the next day because I'd lost my watch it'd come off oh, and I had no. to go back the next day and I went in there and I went oh I'm really sorry but um, I lost my watch in there yesterday and he went yes you bad boys <laughs> <laughs> Did you get your watch back? I got my watch back. Yeah, he sort of threw it at me. Yeah, fair that's enough. All right. That's all right, fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I mean, that's I got um, I got I got my handed at me in McDonald's. Um, and it was totally my fault. Yeah. Kind of. Basically, like some guy who I'm not even friends with now. Like I don't even. I think if I saw him, I don't even think I'd say hello to him. He's he, but we worked with each other at the time, and I was with some another closer friend, and we all worked in the same bar. Yeah. And I always used to drive to work. And everyone would always go out after work and be like, oh, you're going to come out? And I'm like, no, I've got my car. I'm going home. And at one time, I did bring my car. I thought, go out work after work, have a few drinks. Went to that gaff that we always used to go to after work. And then went to McDonald's. And this guy, he was a right cocky prick. Stole this girl's cap. Or like this, it's like Captain Morgan's um, pirate hat. Oh, yeah. And then her, her male friends got really angry and like grabbed him and pushed him against the wall. 
And I was like, whoa, this wow. is kicking off. I grabbed I grabbed one of them, chucked them outside, and then in the furore, like, you know, what, what all, whatever what was happening, this, the guy just, like, scooped me up and just fucking plonked me down. And I was going to land on my back, but I put my arm out. Shit. And my arm just, like, snapped in half. Like, didn't he get punched in the face or anything? No. It was, a, it, was a, it was a fairly clean fight. My arm snapped in half. And I was like, right, well, that's oh. that done. And then he got off. And then there was a bit of, like, oh, yeah, yeah, do you want some? Do you want some? And, like, and then, then I was like, well, what am I going to go back for seconds with a broken arm? Like, <laughs> this, this clearly didn't go well the first time. Yeah. Going back for seconds is definitely not going to go well. And then that was a little six-hour waiting job in A&E. Oh, so God. time to reflect. Time to reflect on uh, being a very silly, a silly bugger on an out. We've all done it. I've got into all manner of yeah. scrapes. And I remember yeah. years and years ago, there was a guy, I will name him. His name was uh, Eamon Spain. And everyone sort of knew him in town. Um, and mm. everyone was a bit scared of him. And then I remember just me and my mate were hanging around in the shopping centre one later one night after we'd been to this club uh, called The Civic. And uh, and Eamon mm. came walking in and he just started, it just headbutted me. <laughs> Just, he just walked up and he headbutted me and he kicked, he, he kicked the shit out of me in the doorway of um, Sainsbury's. Oh, what? And then, uh, and then after, but then weirdly, we became mates after. And then we're in the, we used to go to the same pub and we used to hang out. And yeah, and I remember he goes, Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> like, yeah, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's ever happened to Eamon Spain, but if he's listening, hello, mate. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, uh, as long as he doesn't come trying to knock me out, but totally, like, non-threatening name as well, Eamon. Eamon. There's not many Eamon about, is there, really? No, Eamon Spain as well, what a name. Eamon, I mean, there's Eamon Holmes and then, and that's all I know. Yeah, there was, so, I've only ever known older, there was my mate, his family were all Irish, and so his dad was called Eamon, so I remember okay, him. Yeah. Okay, So normally, there's normally, it's an Irish name, and it's, it's normally connected to that, Yeah. But, I wonder Fair what enough, didn't think of that actually. Yeah. No, no, no. But I wonder yeah. what I wonder what happened, I wonder what happens. It's funny, isn't it, with people like that? You go, I wonder what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on if it's like your hometown. Like, um, a lot of people still knocking about. You'd be surprised. Like, you know, they go to the same local. You know, like that's that's kind of just like part of their thing. I think. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, not it's not really comparable, really, but like growing up in Newcastle because Newcastle is quite small. Yeah. Um. And wanted to get a job in the arts or like theatre or like act and acting. Like there is, there's stuff happening in Newcastle. There's like loads happening, but I just mm. couldn't seem to get a slice of it. Like I was, I was trying to like get my get my foot in the door, but like it just seemed to be like just just wasn't working. Basically, then oh, I really? moved to London, and everyone, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, not, I was not crying about it, but like moved to London, and then everyone loves Geordies. Oh, everyone loves the Geordie accent anyway, and then. I suddenly just started getting work on. I started getting parts and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is fine. Hey, this, is, this is good. It's and then, you, you know, then you go back and then, yeah, it's what you want, yeah. And then, but like, there is that, like, people are happy to just kind of, like, um, you know, get, you know, they go to a lot of the same pubs. I guess it's kind of that community or, like, um, yeah, I guess there's a, a community. Um, yeah, I mean, people... kind of thing. It's what people... Which, which, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, people are comfortable with it, aren't they? There's a guy... The, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as a guy, I saw him. So I saw him again. So, so when I was late teens, and we used to drink in this pub called the White Hart in Alpington, and we all sort of, we'd all congregate in there. And there was one lad 
Mickey and he'd sit in the corner on against the bar and everyone sort of knew him. And he was only a couple of years older than us. And then I was in the same pub. Blimey, not even, must be seven, maybe seven years ago. And he was sat in the same place, but now he's got his family around him, like kids running around and his wife. Yeah. And he's still sat in the yeah, same yeah. place. <laughs> so going, like, right. I guess it takes the they're just, they're just, that's what they want. They're happy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, especially with like the landlords and that. I mean, like, so that, um, that Irish pub I worked in, yeah. uh, as a Prince Edward, I think. Um, and again, like people are like, you know, the landlord have owned the place for like 30 years, 40 years. And then, you know, all the people that are coming in, they're like, oh yeah, we've been coming in for, you know, since I was this high. And mm. they, they're, they're all just like, it's literally just like such a click of like people who live around the area. Yeah. And like going to the pub, especially like, um, because I'd always I'd worked in like bars, but I never worked in a pub. And um, they'd be like, okay, we'll open at eleven o'clock. And then there's like a couple of old guys just waiting there. They've got the papers. They come in. They have a few pints. Yeah. They do a crossword. Then they go home. Like that's just what they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what they're and they're well, they're happy with that and they're comfortable with it and yeah, fair play yeah. to them. So absolutely. So absolutely. where's your? So when? So when does your? Are you doing any previews of your play? Um. So we're going to start rehearsals in two weeks. Mm. Um. We don't have like a particularly rigorous rehearsal structure. I'm hoping that by mid July, if it's if things are looking good, yeah, I'm going to book somewhere for us to do a one or two night preview. Um. Somewhere that's kind of like cheaper to no front upfront upfront costs or okay. just like a decent box office but i've got a couple of my uh, ideas and a few feelers in london for where i want to do that um so that'll be like mid-july um but i mean i'll be announcing that on all all social media platforms excellent uh, mate excellent work excellent work and then you're taking it to edinburgh where in edinburgh are and you in edinburgh. so we're at the pleasance courtyard Lovely. um which is which i never knew is actually on a road called pleasance Obviously, that's where it got its name from. I didn't know that. Um, a lot of people are like, is it named after Donald Pleasance, the guy who plays Blofeld? I think he played Blofeld, and he's in the, he he's in the Halloween films. He's in and the Halloween like, films, and, and he's like, in The Great Escape as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, this, this old woman came to the bar, and she was like, is this named after Donald Pleasance? And I was just like, I'm going to Google that, because I don't actually know. And it's not. <laughs> no, it's just the name of the road <laughs> it's on. But it's a nice, it's it would have been a nice road, thought yeah. that... It's from the dude yeah, from absolutely. yeah the the Great Escape. He's like yeah. the one the the one that went blind. He's like take me with you. I can see. Yeah, yeah. I can see perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean you know R.I.P. Donald Pleasance. R.I.P. Donald Pleasance, uh, mate. Uh, he's definitely dead. That's just definitely. Uh, he's dead. Um, uh, yeah. So half to, half past twelve in the venue below, um, which is actually like on. It's actually on the front of the venue because yes. if you go into the venue, huge courtyard. It's actually on the front facing venue, and it's like a little fifty seat face on rake venue, um, which is pretty good for what I need for like my first fringe show. Like, it's amazing. I don't want to don't have to worry about filling the event. I mean, I want it to sell well, but I feel like mm. a fifty seat venue, even if it was a quarter full, would still probably feel quite good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's best to start off with a smaller venue when you when you start when you start yeah. going up there. Um, and where can we find you on the socials? Where can we find you? So we can find um, all your details. Uh, so Twitter is at Sam McGregor one, and Instagram is at Sam G, which was a t- 
tag I gave myself when I first got Instagram years ago. <laughs> I think if you just put Sam McGregor in, I'm sure I'll come up. It's a little baldy little photo of some <laughs> old man. That should be me. It should be me. Eating, um, eating a chicken wing. Eating a chicken wing, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I hope you don't mind me also plugging there. I mean, I'm also trying to get a bit of extra, just a little bit of extra pocket money for the fringe. Um, and on my socials, I've also promoted, uh, got my uh, greenlit and crowdfunder, uh, GoFundMe crowdfunding uh, links there as well. If anyone just wants to have a little look, there's some video and photo content. Um, if you fancy giving a few extra pennies, anything, anything would be hugely appreciated. There you go. Thanks, Sam. Let's see. All plugged, mate. Plug, plug, plug. And we'll add all the links and stuff there you go. when we do it, when we do the things. Thank so, you. Thank you for coming on, Sam. It's been a pleasure. It's been a bit, it was a bit glitchy, but no. we can sort all that out, I'm sure. No. But don't worry. That's all right. Yeah. Good. Good I've, had, I've had a great time. It's been great talking to you, Sam. Uh, good luck in Edinburgh. I'm sure you'll smash it. I'm sure you'll have a great thank time. Thank you very much. Nice one, Sam. Brilliant, Rich. Right, well, thank you very much, Paul, as well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.